0: Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park Online at Let's Talk Faith.com A service of the Salem Media Group Up next is Fresh Wind Radio Sponsored by Love First Christian Center It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins On Fresh Wind Radio
1: You know I, I was on a conversation, had a conversation today And everyone is feeling it From different perspectives And uh a brother of mine, a white pastor, he said he was gonna talk about change in race. And some of his members left the church. Now how can we grow if we can't talk? If the conversation make you want to leave. And in those sometimes relationships, the father being, trying to be tough, never hugged the son. And before the father passed away, he hugged the son and the son cried. Listen, we all need encouragement. We all need hugs. We all, see, see, these are things that uh, we all need. We all agree on. And he says it just moved them that somebody can. Number three, has God changed? You know what's every now and then when we see the world upside down, we say, where's God? God, God hasn't changed. Malachi 3:6 says, I am the Lord. I do not change. That is why, praise God, the descendants of Jacob are not destroyed. See, listen, God's not changing. We got to change. God, 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 he loves all. But we have to grow in our love walk all of us. Verse 4. Number number 4, number 4. Will God ever change? Hebrews 13:8 says, Jesus Christ eternally changes always the same yesterday, today and forever. God is consistent and fair. Believers, that's the crux of it all, consistency and fairness. Number 5. Is there anything too hard for God? Every now and then. And I had to talk to myself this week in a heated heated fellowship discussion. Because sometimes, if you're not careful, you lose hope and think that change is not possible. But we have to go to the Bible because that's our foundation. And in Genesis 18, 14, God says, is there anything too hard for God? This is not the first challenge our world is seeing. But what we have to do is we have to believe. The Bible says in Hebrews eleven six, for it is impossible to please God without faith. For those who come to God must first believe that he exists and believe that he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Mark 11, 24 says, as you believe, so shall you receive. We have to get in faith that God can move this mountain. Hallelujah. The Bible says, if we have the faith of a mustard seed, we speak to our mountain, see the challenge I believe with all these issues happening in our countries is nobody want to talk about it. Everybody wants to sanitize it versus just talking about it. Let's just be honest and let's just be real. Wrong is wrong and right is right, and let's deal in truth and speak the truth in love. Number six: is God all-knowing? Matthew chapter 10 verse 30 says this, but even the very hairs. On your head are all numbered. For the Father is sovereign and has complete knowledge. Every now and then, as we go through the trials and tribulations of life, we feel abandoned. But I want you to understand God has complete knowledge. He is totally sovereign, in control. So every now and then, when you see a negative situation or you hear a bad report, You have to stand on the word of God. Deuteronomy 31 and 6 says this. We have to realize the word says he'll never leave us nor forsake us. Ah, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says that he's also an ever-present help in a time of trouble. The Bible says no weapon formed against us shall prosper. No weapon shall have intended end. The Bible says in Psalms 30 and 5, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning time. You you got to make up in your mind and start encouraging yourself. Because here's the reality, y'all. If you allow your emotions to take over, it's going to take you to a place that will not please God. So how do I deal with my emotions? My brother showed me this. For example, you feeling a little hot right now. Praise the Lord. All right. This is what you do. This is an example. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? What I want you to do, wherever you are right now, I want you to start at 100 and start counting backwards. Not yet. I'm about to tell you when, all right? So you start at 100, praise God, and then when I say go, I want you to start counting down. So 100, 99, 98. Y'all ready? Okay. So when you start counting, then I'm going to ask you to do something, and I want to see what happens. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? ready? You ready? Okay, let's go. Count. What's your name? Now, as soon as I said, what's your name? What happened to your county? It stopped. So when your emotions start boiling over, speak the word. When emotions start taking you to a place you don't need to be, Say the word. The Bible says we cut the enemies, the snares of the enemy, by speaking the word of God. Jesus said, speak to your mountain. Don't speak about your mountain. Speak to your mountain. In the name of Jesus, this too shall pass. Romans eight eighteen says, but this is but a momentary light affliction and cannot be compared to the glory of that shall be revealed in us. You know, I, I was on a conversation, had a conversation today. And everyone is feeling it from different perspectives. And uh, a brother of mine, a white pastor, he said he was going to talk about change in race. And some of his members left the church. Now, how can we grow if we can't talk? If the conversation make you want to leave. But you know what I thought about? I said, that's James one nineteen, Pastor, what does that say? The Bible says in James, he said, everyone should be a quick listener. Listen. Make sure you listen. Be, be ready to listen. Then he says, slow to speak. Then he says, slow to anger. Then verse 20 says this, for the wrath of man doesn't lead to the righteousness of Christ. Break that down, Pastor, what does it mean? When people cannot listen, they go straight to wrath. That's why whenever we talk about these racial issues, the first thing they do is get what? At man. Because they don't want to hear it. Believers, if we want something different, we're going to have to do something different. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get which I've always gotten. So pastor, what am I supposed to do? First off, this is me talking to you because I love you. If you don't vote, you can't revolt. How do we have systematic change? You got to vote on every level. But if you have the energy to re-vote, you should have the energy to vote. I went out this week, and I was out there, and I loved the energy. And I just looked at it. I said, listen, this is wonderful. God be the glory. Peaceful protest. To God be the glory. Now, did you vote? Did you register to vote? Have you done your census yet? Because, see, if you won't change, you got to do something different. Because if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. Whether you're a Republican, Democrat, Independent, Green Party, or just lost. But you have to make your voice known if you want change. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right, all right, all right. Number seven. Does God know what I'm going through? Absolutely. Psalms 56 and 8 says, you keep track of every toss and turn. Through sleepless nights, each tear is entered in your ledger. Each ache is written in your book. Amazing that God knows the hairs on our head, whether it's yours or you paid for it. To God be the glory. God knows all. All seeing, all knowing. There's actually a cup where he's counted how many tears you've cried.
0: Glory to God.
1: And everything you've been through had to pass through God's hands before it got to you. God is not surprised. Could it be, could it be that God put you in that situation to be the change agent? You know, it's funny. In the Bible, there's a brother named Jonah. And God said, hey, Jonah, I want you to go talk to somebody. Jonah said, I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to talk to them. Go to Jonah with yourself. Look it up. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come here today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how I became known as the prayer guy. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer, 10 conditions for answered prayer, 5 benefits of daily prayer, Hannah's 5 keys to her prayer success, Hezekiah's 7-step prayer model, and the sevenfold ways to pray to get answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo.
0: Hey, do you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? Again, the access code is 101804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word.
1: I don't want to talk to them, I don't want to deal with them. So guess what, Jonah, guess what? So, so Jonah paid money to get out of dealing with people, and Jonah put himself in all kind of hell, and he ended up talking to people anyway, and they repented. Is there somebody that God has told you to talk to that you're running from? Understand this: <laughs> what God has called you to, you're gonna have to go through, and you can't run from it. We gotta embrace it. Close. <sighs> God. Hallelujah. God knows all and sees all, and you could be the person that could be the catalyst to change. I was on a a Zoom call this weekend. I said, listen, we got to have conversations. Some of you on your job need to go talk to somebody and say, man, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I had a friend of mine, another pastor, And he did this and it it blew my mind. He said, I I went uh, to my church congregation and I said, Listen, who in here has been discriminated? He says, 90% of minorities stood up. He said, I I didn't know. Well, if you never ask the question, how will you know? We have to be intentional. The Bible says we are made overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. We got to share life. We got to share stories. If we're going to get better, we got to share. That's the one thing about a professional athlete. Because when you're in the middle of something, all that stuff don't matter. We got to win. And we have to have a mentality to break walls down so that we can win this war. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Verse 8. Number 8, number 8. Is something impossible for God? Luke 1827 8, 27 says this. But he said, The things that are impossible with people are possible with God. Believers, we need a heart transplant. The Bible says the issues of life flow out of our heart. So we have to have a moment. When we say, change my heart, oh Lord, make me ever true. Change my heart, oh Lord, may I be like you. You are the potter, I am the clay. Mold me and make me, this is what I pray. Change my heart, oh God, make it ever true. Change my heart, oh God, may I be like you. One of my favorite candies are Mike and Ike's. Whew. These are hard to come by. My wife bought me the blue one, the blue box. It wasn't of God, but this green box right here, Hallelujah! It does do something for me. And as I eat my Mike and Ike's, took God's I bought a four-pack today. Hallelujah! By the way, they're at Walgreens, four for four dollars. I like all the flavors. And you know what? I just so happen to look on the back of the box. Ingredients. Sugar. Probably shouldn't have that. Corn syrup. Definitely shouldn't have that. Modified food starch. Mm. Then it says the coloring is less than 0.5% of the content. I did my research. All of us are 99 point something percent the same. There's a little percent that deals with the coloring, but we're all the same. Why can't we just act like Mike and Ikes? And start tasting, oh glory, that's good. Because until you taste something different, you don't know what it is. And Jesus said, oh, taste and see. Mm. Let me stop chewing. I came to this country at four years old. Went back to Jamaica, went to school a little bit, and came back again about six years old. And when we came back, I lived in a basement. And my mother was a housekeeper. One side was a laundry room. The other side was a little room with a bed and me and my mother stayed. The Hunt family. And uh, in that season, we stayed in that house for a couple years in the basement. I played with the kids. The kids later on the third floor and I lived in the basement. And that lady, Jan Hunt, she sponsored my mother. Sponsoring means since we were Not citizens, we were resident aliens. And Jan Hunt signed her name and did the paperwork to sponsor my mother. And in that process, it gave us opportunities to be citizens of this country. And this week, I'll be speaking at a golf club that I couldn't be a member of and teach the Bible. (laughs) A resident alien. It hit me. Jesus sponsored us to give us citizenship to heaven. So he laid his life down to give us citizenship to a place we didn't belong. And how could we have the audacity to not want to sponsor Somebody else, when we were sponsored. Understand, believers, it's only what we do for Christ that will last. All the fluff you're doing is going to burn up in the fire because God knows your heart. And how can you say we love God and hate his people? That's an oxymoron, that's double minded. That's unstable. Believers, this faith walk will be a challenge. Racial reconciliation will be a challenge. But understand this. This is just the latest tool of the, denim, the the devil that he uses to separate. That's the whole goal. Get behind all the black and white. This is Ephesians chapter 6. This is a spiritual fight. And we need spiritual soldiers to see this, that this, is, this battle will be fought. The Bible says, praise God, that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. What are strongholds? Strongholds are thought patterns that don't line up with Christ. And there's so many thought patterns that don't line up with Christ. Jesus said, they asked him the question, what is the most important commandment? He says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul. Key point, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Church, we have to identify who our neighbor is. Because if God wants us to love our neighbor, who is your neighbor? And when you figure that out, and by the way, if you want to know, Luke chapter 10, Jesus tells us who the neighbor is. It's the least, the lost, and the left out. Jesus says, leave the 99 and go after the one. Who is the lost one in your life that you need to go after? Get out your comfort zone and be Christ in this moment. I pray you're blessed by the word. Question I got to ask you, do you know Jesus? John 14 and 6 says, he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. No one comes to the Father but through the Son. Romans 10 says, if you believe in your heart and confess in your mouth, you shall be saved. If you want something different, you got to do something different. Recommit and rededicate your life to Christ. He'll give you a heart transplant. He'll renew your mind. And you'll grow in that walk. Some of you are looking for home church. I'm not a perfect man. Far from it. Not a perfect pastor. Under construction. But I serve a perfect God who helps some perfect people. And if you want something different, you got to do something different. Recommit, rededicate your life to Christ today. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for your son Jesus who died for me and rose for me that I may have life and have it more abundantly. Holy Spirit, come into my life. I surrender all. I make you my Lord and my Savior. Lead me, guide me, and fill me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you need prayer salvation, rededication, or you want to join love first, let us know, lfcc.tv forward slash prayer, lfcc.tv forward slash prayer, let us know, and we'll have someone respond to you momentarily. Right now, we're going to receive our tithe and our offering. You can go to lfcc.tv forward slash give, or you can text the amount you want to give to 84321, the amount you want to give to 84321. Some of you, you want to do cash yet, praise the Lord. Love First Church, please, in the memo line, put your name, praise the Lord, or member number, help us. And some of you will mail it in, whatever works for you. Luke 638 tells us, give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and runneth over. For the measure we give is the measure that we shall receive. Believers, God knows everything you have and everything you don't have. Trust him with what you have. He is a multiplier. The Bible says some seed come back 30fold, some 60fold, and some 100 fold Trust him with your money. Let's pray. Father God, I bless to the see this So Let it come back in their life, pressed down, shaken together, and run it over. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, believers, I love you. In these trying times, if you want to be a part of change, start talking to people, start encouraging people. Understand this. We all love the cross for the vertical, just me and Jesus. But the question is, who will you stretch yourself for? That's where the work comes in. I love you. First John 4, 4 says this, we are God, little children, and we've overcome them. For greater is he than us than he that's in the world. God bless your family.